listening to Pipes, Pours, and Pals. I'm your pal Justin. And I'm your pal Nate. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, pretty fantastic, brother. How you doing? So good. So, so good. Well, good. It's been a good weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, called off work early, a half day, as you know, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I got to uh, have lunch with you and our friend Jason Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. That was a great time. Great time. Great food, actually. Thanks for suggesting that place. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. That place was legit. It's a it's a nice little spot. Yeah, what's it, the depot? Yeah, in Greenfield. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Jason was down here buying some briar and uh, was like, "Hey boys, y'all want to meet up?" He didn't say y'all because he's from Chicago and they don't use that word. Yeah. Um, but that's my interpretation of it. Okay. Uh, so then we went and had lunch, and then we drove to the north side of Indy, um, because. We wanted to find a smoke shop where we could sit down and smoke a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Had a good time. It was a blast. I stayed there way too long. Yeah. Got myself in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. With the missus. And uh, then my truck died in the parking lot. Of what? I ran out of gas. At CarMax? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, ran out of gas. Luckily, I was able to get my truck started again, and there was enough gas to limp it to a gas station. Wow. Yeah, but I was like parked slightly on an incline behind it, and when I started my truck up, I started it back up, and then it died. But I was able to like let it roll forward and like turn so that it, the gas was in the gas tank right. Uh-huh. I was able to get started back up again and then get down the road a little ways to a gas station. But yeah, it was kind of eventful. My wife was already mad at me because I was late, and then I ran out of gas. <laughs> It didn't delay me too much, but yeah. Does your gas cage work? Yeah, absolutely. Why didn't you put gas in it? Well, because we were all leaving lunch and going to, I was getting to the lunch spot at the exact time. So if I'd stopped, I'd have been delayed by another 10 minutes and then left you guys waiting. Um, and then we left there. We were going to go meet at the smoke shop and I was like, well, they're going to beat me there and I'm going to be 10, 15 minutes late if I stop and get gas. So I was like, I'll just go. And then like when I get there, it says I still have 20 miles left in the tank, which is routine for me because I'm one of those guys that goes from full all the way down to empty. I don't fill up a half tank or a quarter tank. Really? Nope. I get it down as low as I possibly can until it tells me like low fuel. Because at 10 miles left, it just tells me that I have no that I had just as low fuel. Yeah. And then I know I have about, about 10 to 15 miles left in the tank. Okay. And that's when I go fill up. What would have happened if we, you were on your way to the smoke shop and there was a fatal accident on the interstate and you're stuck there for four hours? Hmm. You know, it didn't happen. So it doesn't matter. I just don't, I think it's a bad idea, buddy. <laughs> I feel, feel like you should be filling that sucker up. Half tank, <laughs> fill it up, bud. <laughs> My gas. I found out after I purchased my vehicle that the the gas gauge doesn't work after a quarter of a tank. Really? So the first time I filled up my gas tank, I went to you know I, I drove to work. I was driving back and forth. I was trying to like gauge the mileage, figure out how how much I could get off a, a t- full tank of gas. It got down to a quarter of a tank. I drove to work. I drove home. I drove to work the next day. I was like, holy cow, this thing's doing great on gas. I still have a quarter of a tank. 
on the way home, it just died, and I had no idea why. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. I still have a quarter of a tank of gas. Got to get it towed, man. I did. I got it towed. And then they're like, hey, you just ran out of gas, bro. I was almost to my house. I was uh, maybe four blocks from my house, and I was on the side of the road, and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing, and it's a push start, you know, so I push started and it was just going like, like nothing was happening. And this like homeless guy was pushing his bike past and he was like, sounds like you're out of gas, bud. And I was like, nope, got a quarter of a tank, but thank you for your comment, homeless man. Just keep on moving down the road. <laughs> yeah, I was out of gas for sure. I would have said, looks like you're out of gas too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the tow truck driver that came to pick up my vehicle was like kind of a jerk. Like he pulled up and he was like, oh, not an American car, I see. Probably if it was an American car, you wouldn't be stuck on the side of the road. These Toyotas are terrible. And I was like, what world do you live in? Toyotas are one of the best cars ever made and one of the most American-made cars in existence. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, anyway, the point of the story is when he got down to a quarter of a tank, I just fill it up because I have no idea. Like, I, it, the gas gauge works until you get to a quarter of a tank and then it just stops working. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still going to roll the way I roll. Yeah, that's fine, man. That's how I roll, man. I've had to walk to a gas station more than once. <laughs> Funny story. I'll just interject the fact that we were talking about how our weekends have gone so far, but uh, we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> uh, one time I was in a job, I had two of my employees with me, and we were, we had just done a job in Louisville, and we were in my, not the truck I'm currently driving, but my truck before that, which was a GMC Sierra. Mm-hmm. Gray in color, I believe. I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a long time ago. I can't remember. I can't believe you remember that. Um, uh, but yeah, so we left this job and well, we, we, before we got to the job, I got the low fuel light, which is like 50, 60 miles left, but it only gives you the alert about the low, that truck only would give you the alert about low fuel when it comes on. If you turn the vehicle off and then turn it back on, there's no more warning about low fuel. Oh, wow. It was this weird thing that it did. I don't know. That was very odd. So I knew I had low fuel and I was like, I'll just get gas before we head home and it'll be fine. So we pull into the job. We do the job. We're going back on the interstate. I completely forgot that I needed to get gas. We are in a construction zone. Mm. Concrete barriers on both sides of the road. Mm. No shoulder. And my truck runs out of gas on the interstate. Nice. So then, of course, what do I do? I make my employees get out and push it. <laughs> yeah, I love how you haven't learned any kind of a lesson. No, I haven't. Wow. Yeah, that's the only time I've... Well, there's twice I've run out of gas. The first time I was in college, and I was just a broke college student. I was trying to get home, yeah. and I ran out of gas five miles from home. Mm. Yeah. I didn't actually make my employees push my truck. They offered... And they were also both wearing bright, like, high-vis yellow shirts. Yeah. And I was wearing a black shirt. And I was like, you know, they're right. They should be the ones sacrificing. They're wearing high-vis. Yeah. So I just sat in there and just steered and just kept yelling, yelling at the window, yeah, mule, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, how was your weekend, man? It was good, yeah. Um, Friday, I cut out of work early and went to lunch with you guys. And then we went and had a pipe. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then randomly, I don't know if it was, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday afternoon. 
a buddy of mine messaged me and was like, hey, I happened to get some sweet tickets for the Colts game this Saturday. Oh, they were nice tickets, huh? Yeah. Oh, like sweet as in where you were sitting, not yeah. sweet as in cool. Yeah, they were not They were both. They were actually, they were sweet, sweet tickets, yeah. But the, uh, the company that he works for, the owners have um, a suite at the Lucas Oil Stadium. It's on the first level. And uh, every once in a while, if they're out of town or whatever, they kind of ask around the different people at, at his work and say, hey, do you want to go to the game? And this particular owner happened to be in the Cayman Islands with his entire family. Working and, on his bank account stuff, obviously, because, you know, that's the only time you go to the Cayman Islands. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Money laundering and stuff like that. Tax evasion. Right. No one vacations there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, really nice suite. I mean, I've I've been to that suite a couple of times, actually, um, because he just randomly gets tickets and we get to go sometimes. It's always really short notice. But it was a big game. If the Colts won, they're going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And they did not win. They did lost. Mm-hmm. Um, we to stayed the division rivals. Yeah, to the division rivals. Yep, yeah. the Texans. They are going to the playoffs now instead of the Colts. And the Jaguars also lost today. They did. Yeah. So they're not going either. They are not. Nope. AFC South is pretty terrible. It is the worst division in the NFL. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Hard to believe you can go to the playoffs with a nine and seven record. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. We had, uh, they had pizza, burgers, brats, mac and cheese, chicken tenders, and slow smoked pork. Um, like shoulder. So did Kimberly just eat pork shoulder the entire time? Yeah, she went down to the concession stands, got some fries, and ate that with the pork. Man, she's there was a lot of gluten in that stuff, and it sounded delicious. It was phenomenal. I <laughs> and then they had my favorite Miller Lite. Your that's your favorite? Oh, it's my favorite domestic. Oh, okay. So all the Miller Lite you could want? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, so I just drank Miller Lite and ate my weight in gluten. <laughs> so it was a good time. The crappy part was when you're leaving. Like we parked in a parking garage, and it was several blocks away from the stadium. But apparently it's also where everybody else parks. But we're on the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, did all the ramp walking and all that stuff to get down. No, we stairwell. Oh, yeah. Because you're in the suites. So you had the actually the nice exit. Whereas like if you're in the the poor people seats, you have to be herded like cattle down ramps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's that poverty stuff. I don't do that. Yeah, no. I don't either anymore. I yeah. will never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an elevator or a stairwell. But anyway, red carpet and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, please. But it's awesome too because you have like, they're not your personal restrooms, but they're just for the sweet people. Mm -hmm. So you never have to wait in line to go to the bathroom. They're really nice. There's always people around catering to all every need that you have. Do they wipe your rear for you? If I asked them to, they probably would have. Yeah. Um, but I, I just went number one. Mm. I mean, Did I you shake it. No. Um. If I asked them to, they probably would have, but I just, you know, I like to, I like to live as a common man sometimes. So, but it was a good time. The, we didn't get out of there until the game ended like 11 something. I think by the time we got back to our car, we sat in the parking garage for over an hour. 
We didn't even leave the parking garage until like 1240. Yeah. Got back to my buddy's house at like 130, 140. We had to drive to Muncie to get my daughter. With I legitimately thought we were going to be getting to my mother-in-law's house by like midnight at the latest. Sure. We got there at 2.30 in the morning. I could have told you that. Well. So it's like the worst layout downtown down there. Like the stadium's awesome. Don't get me wrong. The stadium's awesome. It's easy to get in and out of the stadium. Yeah. But the parking is a nightmare. There it's is so no, bad. There is no way to mass exodus Lucas Oil Stadium area during oh. a game. You don't want to go down there. If you're down there near down there during a game, you want to get out of there before the masses leave because yeah. you will be in gridlock for the next two, three hours. That and then getting to the game because there was the Colts were playing the Texans, but the Pacers were also playing the Celtics. Yeah. Like right next to it. So traffic down there was horrendous. Yeah. Last year, Sarah and I went to a game. It was at one o'clock. So we skipped church that morning. My parents had the kids. We're like, the game's at one o'clock. It'll be done by, you know, 3.30. Yeah. We'll be home by 5.30. And then we can pick the kids up and we take them to church for the Sunday night service. And we didn't get home till nine o'clock. What? Nine o'clock. The game, the game got done at 3.30, but then you have to do all that cattle walking and stuff. So you don't get back to your car until 4, 4.30. Mm. And then like we literally, it took us about two and a half hours just to get out of the general like couple block radius of the, mm-hmm. of the stadium. And then you finally get out and like you're trying to find a route where traffic isn't like super backed up because everybody's trying to go where their GPS tells them to go. Right. Yeah. It was just not, it was not great. I swore I will never go to a game again unless it's like a, like unless it's like a big, massive, like big deal game. I'll never go again. Well, this is a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. When you asked me if I was interested in going, I already had plans to meet Christian was in town, which is another cool thing I got to do this weekend. Christian, uh, my buddy Christian, which you've met and hung out with a few times. Yeah, good dude. Uh, he's in the Army, and he's been stationed in Arizona, and he was moving to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, whatever. It's on, it's on the border. like It's half in Kentucky, half in Tennessee. But anyways, on his way moving there, he's like, I'm going to swing back into Muncie, and I'm going to hang out with you and some other friends and stuff, you know, just so we can you know get caught up again. So I hung out with him and uh, some other friends last night from like 4.30 until 11 o'clock. Wow. Yeah, our families all got together. So that was nice. a good time. Um, but when you asked me, I was like, man, if I didn't have plans with Christian, I probably would have said yes, because it was a big game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the last one I went to was just like a regular season game. And uh, I was like, mm, it's not going to go to like a, a normal regular season game here again. It's just, it's and it's expensive too. Like, you you, you, didn't, you didn't pay for your food, obviously. We right. paid for like for, for the tickets fries. or anything. I got free tickets to go to the game, but like the parking's outrageous. Yeah. Like parking's twenty, thirty dollars. We just, paid twenty bucks. Yeah. Um and then like if you go early, you know, especially if you go to a one o'clock game, then you gotta buy lunch. Yeah. And food ain't cheap there. And then if you want a beer, beer ain't cheap there. And by the time we get done, I was like, I had these free tickets and it cost me 150 bucks. Like Right. And I'm watching the trash Colts who had Matt Ryan as their quarterback. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is awful. I'll just watch on TV from now on. I can get my own food, my own beer. I can sit in my recliner. I don't have to be sit squished next to somebody. I don't have traffic. 
Yeah. I don't have to use nasty restrooms in my flip-flops where people are peeing in a public restroom. <laughs> I will say, the so the, the suite is owned, the company he works for, it, it it's weird because it's like, it's two separate companies, but they share a building. And like, I think the two different owners are like lifelong friends or they've been friends for a long time or something like that. So the owner of the other company was there with his family and the owner of my buddy's company was the one in the Cayman Islands. So it was packed in this little suite and there was probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's about 10 other people in there that I had never met, didn't know. About six of them were kids, like in their teens, high school age kids. Um, so it was difficult moving around. Like the only time we could sit down was they, they made their kids get out of the chairs so we could sit. <laughs> like it, And then their kids just like stood there awkwardly. And then they all left in like the third quarter. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> but uh, so... I mean, it wasn't terrible. It, I, I was, I had a blast. I, I genuinely thought it was a lot of fun. But the whole time I thought you would be miserable if you were there. Just because, I mean, you didn't know anybody. You barely know my buddy Brian. I don't like crowds either. I don't like crowded spaces either. Exactly. And it was like the lady would come in to check the stuff and I would hold my plate and I would have to like take a step to the left, take a step to the left, like just kind of like ease my way around the room. awful. I mean, it really wasn't that bad, but... It sounds miserable. Well, I'm glad you didn't come. Especially because they lost, so. That would have been a royal bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Nobody cares about your stupid football game, man. It's true. You know what we should talk about people do care about? Tell me. Pipes. I love me some pipes. Yeah, specifically Instagram Pipe Maker Club December Challenge Pipes. December has come and gone. It has come and gone. It's a new year. It is. Let's talk about the pipes. Okay, you were like waxing poetic there, so I <laughs> thought you had something else to say. You had this no. look on your face, and I was like, all right, just flow with it, bro. I was I was reaching, and nothing came. Mm-hmm. So, uh, The pipes for December. The challenge was an odd one. The challenge was snow, which we didn't get any snow in our area in December. We didn't at all. Yeah, not at all. Unusual. Um, but this isn't just an Indiana Pipe Makers Club. It's an Instagram Pipe Makers Club. It's worldwide. Mm-hmm. So some of these people may have gotten snow. But Jay came up with a challenge of snow. Snow. Oh, we'll go through these. Uh, there was some really creative stuff in here. Uh, I thought this was going to be a really hard challenge. Like, I think it was kind of difficult. How do you make a pipe? That's snow themed. Yeah. Um, but Robertson pipes. So Reed Robertson. He said, this is probably the closest I'm going to get to a snow themed pipe. I made this as a pipe exchange with another pipe maker and it fits a nine millimeter filter. It's a Rhodesian of sorts with a midnight blue ebonite, ivory accent ring, and a contrast blast. And I don't know why that's called midnight because it's basically teal. Yeah. It's like an ice blue. That's what we'll call it. Ice blue. 
but it's a very handsome pipe. It's like a tall Rhodesian with a mild bend to it. Yeah. Gorgeous pipe. The the blast and the contrast are both really, really well done. It is. It's a really good looking pipe. Yeah, it is a gorgeous pipe. And I, I actually really like how long the stem is. Yeah. Um, I think it flows really well. Uh, the line from the way it's slightly bent and then just the way the bowl sits. I don't know. I feel like it, it's, it's, it flows extremely well. Good looking pipe, Reed. Uh, let's see here. The next one is EP Pipes. He calls it the Snowball. His little description sheet says it's got a stem length. The whole length of the pipe is 5.24 inches. Stem length of 2.56. It's 122 grams. It's a pretty hefty pipe. It's a jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. It's the stem material is faux ivory. It's a shape of a snowball. Light sandblasted. The material was olive wood and bourbon stave mortise piece. And this thing is, as per usual with Richard, it is zany. It's it, it is very interesting for sure. I'm trying to zoom in on here so I can see. Yeah, the, the bowl is a big, like kind of a squat tomato type shape. Yeah. Um, in his words, it's a snowball. It looks like it's olive wood. I think that's what he said was olive wood, right? Yep. And it has a white, um, just a snow white stem. It has some like accent pieces on it. They look like they're like bead like. Mm-hmm. And then there's more um, olive wood. And then it goes into like a ice blue uh, accent ring and a ice or snow white pipe. So I dig it. Good job, Richard. Pipes by Wu. He said December pipe is a virgin briar pot billiard with a limited edition ebonite stem and a faux ivory shank extension. And this pipe is very light is just like very lightly colored. Yeah. It's hard because briar is not white. Right. <laughs> um, so you, if you go with virgin briar, that's the closest you're really going to get to white unless you do something to it. Um, so this is kind of like, we'll call it dirty snow colored. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah dirty snow. You know, Like when you've been, the kids have been running around the yard and yeah. the snow starts to take that like tan color. Yep. Or like my dogs in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it though. It's got this uh, just a, a pot shape. Uh, again, kind of like Reed's pipe. It's a very long stem. Yeah, got a nice bend in it. Mm-hmm. I really dig it. I I really like Virgin Virgin Briar. Yeah, I like how they age too. It's a great looking pipe, Garrett. Uh, the next one is at Pathfinder Pipes. This is Austin. He called it the icicle pipe. Material is briar, carbon fiber tube, blue and white casted acrylic mouthpiece, sandblasted from top down to mimic the melting of ice. Yeah. Uh, my two-year-old already hucked it on the ground and broke one of the icicles. <laughs> Guess it doesn't look like one of uh, daddy's other pretties. <laughs> 
but it does. It looks like the pipe is literally like frozen and melting. It's this one is, I think, in, incredibly cool looking. It does look like it's just melting down. It literally looks like a rooftop. How the snow starts melting down, the the icicles coming off the gutters and stuff. Yeah, it's really really interesting. I really like it a lot. Well, you you're you're a hairy faced person. You know when you spend too much time outside in the cold and you get like icicles build up on your mustache and on your beard and you start to get like the just chunks of ice forming? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. Like he was outside smoking. Yeah. And he smoked it and you know that that condensation from the pipe and the heat, but also yeah. it's, it's causing it to on the outside to give that condensation to freeze up. Good call. I like it. Yeah, for sure. You don't see a lot of pipes with uh, carbon fiber shanks. Uh, I kind of dig that. It's kind of like going that like cobby kind of vibe, like a like a snowman. Mm, yeah, like, like Frosty the Snowman might smoke. I dig it. You nailed the uh, the the snow challenge. The Great actual job. stem piece really reminds me of like ice. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very cool. Like Elsa herself froze that stem. Precisely. Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? Don't, don't do that. Come on, why didn't you sing along with me, bro? <laughs> uh, let's see here, Kevin Foster. Mm. Uh, let's say he says, "Here's mine." Throwback to Glenn's tomato shape, white Juma stem, split with a bunch of layers of different hardwood veneers epoxied together. Wow, that's interesting. I love it. It's kind of got that, uh, um, the, those epoxy layers have that Fordite kind of look, but they're not traditional Fordite colors. Um, you ever seen a, someone will like glue a bunch of colored pencils together and then turn it on a lathe and like make a bowl out of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what the vibe I'm getting from this. You know what it reminds me of? What's that? Skateboard. Skateboard, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of has that. Skateboard's that. usually seven ply. Yeah. And then as you use the tail for stopping or for if you're doing tail slides or whatever, it You'll starts. see the different layers? Yeah, it starts like grinding it down a little bit. Yeah. That's what this kind of, that's, the, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that reminds me of like the tail of a skateboard. Well, I, um, some of my wood carving knives are uh, made by a company. Uh, my favorite knife company out there is Helvy Knives. And they're famous for they use that, I forget what, Spectraply. Okay. So that, that's what's like a, a laminated, just layers of different colors. And then when they shape the knife handle, you see all those different layers form and stuff. Oh, like I've that. seen some of those. Yeah, I've got them buried around here somewhere. But yeah, you've seen some of those knives. Um, but this is really cool. I love the the tomato shape. This is a, just a, a heck of a looker of a pipe. Yeah. I love that stem color, that like off-white, the white Juma stem. You know what that color kind of reminds me of? Snow? Uh, well, yes-ish. <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me of like glow-in-the-dark material that's not in the dark. You yeah. know how it's like white, but it has like that slightly green tint to it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. I don't know. I like it. Beautiful, Kevin. Yeah. Well done, Kev. Then ZZ, he made two pipes. Going above and beyond like usual. Yeah, yeah. I said, my homework is finished. Uh, Olive wood, country of origin is Italy. 
year 2020. Oh, so he got the olive wood from Italy in 2020. Uh, the briar, um, it's got a briar insert. Is what it says here. Uh, and then the mouthpiece country of origin is the USA. It's Carolina Cumberland mouthpiece. Mm. So I'm, this is, he's got two different pipes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is in the shape of a snowman. So you, I mean, so far what I'm seeing, nobody's nailed snow like Pathfinder and ZZ here. Yeah. Not to dog the rest of you guys, but ZZ made a snowman. Yeah. I wonder if he was singing, do you want to build a snowman while he did this? I doubt it. That'd be the most appropriate way. I don't think they have that song in Greece. I don't think he's from Greece. We've had this argument before. We've had this argument before. ZZ. It's a joke. Yeah. I was just kidding. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Sorry for Nate. (laughs) I I apologize on the behalf of the podcast for Nate. Uh, But the snowman's cool. It's like a snowman when you turn it on the side. The bowl faces up. You know, the stem is the hat. Yeah. And then his second pipe is like a forward canted Rhodesian kind of thing. And it's um, got a red accent ring and a ice blue stem. Kind of Christmas colors, kind of that red and green. It's almost yeah. like a greenish kind of yeah, a stem. Yeah, it's like a greenish, tealish color. Yeah. Uh, then Nelson Pipes, Jerry. Uh, he made, looks like an olive wood pipe here. That grain on that is stunning. Yeah, it's insane. That grain is stunning with a white accent ring. It's a, just a natural colored olive. Looks like he just sanded it down and then waxed the thing. It's absolutely stunning. The grain is spectacular. Um, like a uh, bent egg type thing. Would you call? It? I don't know. What, I don't know what that shape is because the bottom of the bowl is further back. I wouldn't call it a bent billiard. Yeah. And the side slope. I'm going to go with egg here. He doesn't have a description. So uh, in my massive wealth of knowledge when it comes to pipe, just kidding. I don't know anything. Uh, this is a great time to say our disclaimer that we should be giving you every week, if not multiple times a week, that we know absolutely nothing. Uh, but this beautiful pipe, whatever the shape is, has a white accent ring and another ice blue. Looks like acrylic stem. Absolutely gorgeous pipe. Good on you. Great work, Jerry. The stem is almost translucent. It is. It literally looks like an icicle. It do. I think I really, really like that stem on that pipe. I think it's spectacular. Carolina Cumberland. That's at Carolina.Cumberland. Came out with a stunner of a smooth pipe. Yeah. Gorgeous. Uh, Very similar in shape, just taller than the last pipe. Similar in color. Similar in color, too. (laughs) Uh, Although the olive wood, it is briar. And absolutely stunning. Yeah. It's a very tall, tall, tall bowl and uh, has a white accent ring and that blue icicle look to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantastic. It looks like the bottom part of the stem is almost like a saddle, kind of a little bit. Like, yeah, I see that now. It's like a hybrid. Yeah. I think that I really like the way you did that stem. I think that's very cool looking. I, I like the lines. Beautiful. Then Mark Berg. So that's at M underscore Berg underscore BHP, who was just on our show a couple weeks ago. Uh, he made this snow dusted briar bowl. He calls it the Frosty the Snowman. Uh, he says, Frosty the Snowman got a modern upgrade to that corn cob pipe. Snow dusted briar bowl, 
stainless steel shank, heat treated to a warm gold for the jingle bells, and a transparent blue lucite stem for those big icicle vibes. No bourbon was spilled during the taking of these picks. <laughs> Love the homage there to the episode where Mark spilled his bourbon in the middle of our introduction. It's fine. We're not bitter about it at all, Mark. The finish that he did on this bowl. Amazing. Is incredible. Amazing. I don't know the process. I know in talking to him, he said that he to- he kind of told us um, off the record, if I recall. I don't. It wasn't in our episode. He mentioned it before we got on the on the episode. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. But he did tell us he was going to be doing this. Um, and I don't know the process for this, but I know that there are. Watch this catch. There um, are other makers that have done this. It's not a very common finish, but it looks like this pipe is frosted over. Um, but yeah, the ice, the 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 frosted look on this pipe is just absolutely insane. And I know he worked very hard to kind of figure that out. He did, yeah, and uh, he he nailed it. It's spectacular. It, you should definitely go check that pipe out. We'll I have love all how of these. He bronzed the uh, the stainless steel. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and it does have that like bell vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the blue lucite. I'm not. I used to be a huge fan of lucite. Um, when I was very early on in pipe smoking because I didn't have to worry about oxidization. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm not a huge fan of it, but he did a spectacular job on this. And here's the thing with as clear as this Lucite is, it's going to show your funneling. Like this is the thing about this is like for a pipe maker to show their funneling like this, like you take a huge risk here because the whole world gets to see what the inside of your funnel looks like. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, because um, it's a very difficult portion of pipe making is to make sure that your funneling of your stem is is appropriate. And Mark didn't hide it. Mike was Mark was obviously uh, very confident in this because he just showed a basically clear blue stem and showed his funneling off. So good on you. It looks great. Yeah. Spectacular pipe. That's it. That's all of them. That's all of them. As far as we can tell, and if Nate's a good boy and does his job, he's going to post these on Instagram in the order that we did them. Yeah. You going to try that this time? I try so, it so every Kirk time. So Kirk doesn't yell at you? I actually try it every time. Oh, do you? Okay. Now, now this is not to the detriment of uh, any of the participants, but one of the rules that we originally made yeah. was when you submit it into the discord yes you're supposed to have your instagram um handle handle in the photograph and in the photograph so you're supposed to tag yourself in the photograph and basically give us a photograph of how you want to present the pipe yep some people just post a few pictures of the pipe that's finished so sometimes in an attempt to make it more so it's not just one picture of the pipe so I can kind of try to show people's pieces off a little bit better I might put more than one photograph mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff has caused some problems in the past with me posting really are you Instagram mentally handicapped no see what happens is once I start loading these pictures because sometimes there's like 17 of these things posted yeah and when I start 
uploading them, people start liking them. Mm. And then it gives me an alert on my phone, but it gives me an alert right where I need to hit a button to upload the next one. Mm. So I have to try to do it as quickly as possible before people start liking them because then it kind of, it makes it so I can't upload them because it's popping up on my, my screen. That's some boomer issues. In what way is that a boomer issue, Justin? <laughs> I mean, if Jay can figure this out, surely you can figure this out, man. So last time I made every one of them into a draft. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to make 13 drafts. Uh-huh. And then I'll go through and just upload, 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 upload in the correct order. Yeah. But what I didn't know is that if you had two pictures, it will not upload the draft. So I uploaded them all, except these two were like failed to upload. So then it screwed up the whole order of everything. So then Kirk can yell at me. Do you need help? Yeah. You want to do it? No. <laughs> no, I do enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you a deal. How about you do all of the editing and posting from now on and I'll just handle the Instagram? <laughs> well, we, we could try. <laughs> I know you, you saw how well I edited last time when I was in, in charge. So. Oh man. <laughs> I have a feeling if you were in charge of editing, it would just end up like one of pipe and tampers episodes. It's just us like. Yeah. Like coughing in the microphone and like scratching our bellies and opening curtains and telling the crude jokes that we tell off off the record yeah it'd be a lot of me being like edit that out don't 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 leave yeah. that in there <laughs> but then nothing gets edited Everybody out just hears us saying edit that part out yeah yeah they're like wow these are actually terrible human beings <laughs> nate should be in jail That's, he's a terrible person for the record Nate's not that terrible, uh, just mildly terrible. I don't think you should be. No, I don't. I don't think you're that troublesome. No, you're just a minorly terrible person. Sometimes I, I find inappropriate things to be very funny. Don't we all? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody finds inappropriate things incredibly funny. That there's just some that are more, uh, stuck up about it. Yeah, and sometimes every once in a while, if you're Plan it cool, and then you can say something very off color to get that little bit of a shock factor. Like, there's something about seeing somebody be like, "Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that." Part of me thinks the world would be a better place if we all just in, just laughed about inappropriate things. I think I agree. I 100 percent agree. Yeah. I mean, part of me also says, "Okay, you have to have a little couth," um, but couth isn't fun. Oh, I'm I'm couthy. You're a couthy. I'm I'm a couthy guy. A couthy guy. Well, thank you guys for making those pipes for uh, the challenge this last month. Um, spectacular stuff there. I know it was a tough challenge. Obviously, there was a limited amount of people that made this challenge. December's uh, a busy month for everybody. It's a busy month, and snow's not an easy challenge, man. No. It's really not. Uh, that takes a lot of creativity, and I'm sure there are some people that are just like, I'm not doing that challenge. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, that, and... It doesn't matter if you if you don't have a family, if you're not a religious person, it's still the end of the year and there's a lot of stuff going on. You know what I mean? So I understand people are busy, but we do appreciate everybody who participated. Um, I was 100% very impressed with the entries. They were yeah. well you done. Give the Instagram Pipemakers Club page a follow on Instagram. Uh, I think it's at 
IG underscore pipe maker underscore club. Well, I'll just look it up. You're just going to look it up? Because I think I'm right. At under or at IG underscore pipe maker underscore club. That is correct. Look at me like a freaking elephant in more than one way. <laughs> just, you know, just pulling things out of my head. That's perfect. I know I am. It's tough. It's a curse. <laughs> I said dude. that was perfect. You know, I kind of took that to mean me. But anyway. What are we smoking, Indiana Nate? We're smoking a delicious bill of lading blend. Okay. I was pausing because I didn't know if we were going to go bill of lading. Nope, didn't even think that. It didn't even cross my mind because, because honestly, this isn't what we were supposed to smoke. Uh, well, first of all, we really made a boo-boo. Last week, we didn't announce what we were smoking or drinking. True. Um, and then I was like, well, it's going to be a surprise. After I was at, when I was editing, I was like, we didn't announce this. So what we're doing is going to be a surprise this week. Um, and we got a surprise, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I bought a tin of the 2023 anthology, mm-hmm. which I was already feeling like I didn't want to do just because I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit salty about the whole anthology last year saying it was going to be the only one. And then this year they came out the anthology again. But, uh, you know, I spent my money anyways. Went to the brick and mortar. They just put it out on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Bought a tin of this. Mm-hmm. We cracked it. Just smoke it here. Covered in fuzzy mold. Yeah. Yeah. I it hurt even more. I popped the tin. I pulled back the cardboard. I gave it a nice little sniff. And then sneezed. And then I was like, what's all this white stuff? Yeah. And then I said, I'm not positive, but I'm about 98% sure this is mold. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, it was like big, huge clumps of mold. Yeah. And we yeah. picked that out and then I, I grabbed some and I was looking at it and it's all pretty fuzzy. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. Sorry. We've pivoted. We pivoted. Pivot. 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 Are you quoting friends right now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. I'm, I'm making sure <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. We're quoting friends. Because we're friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what friends do. You know, I hate friends. I do too. I, I'm so glad that you said that. Because I, <laughs> I wanted to say it and I was like, I hate friends. I hate It was just an awful friends. show. I don't know why it was so popular. My mom loved it. My wife had all of the seasons on DVD when we got married. And I was just like, this is trash. Just get rid of this. Like, this is garbage. There's yep. way better, way better television out there. When I moved to that uh, house in New York, they had every single season on DVD. And I was like, that why? That religious place had yeah. a movie that's Friends. almost exclusively about, like... Immoral things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fornication. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Um, it's just bad. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not at all. I've watched with my wife. I have, I have, when we got married, I did the good husband duty. I watched what she wanted to watch. We watched episode after episode after episode of friends. And it was awful, dude. It's such a bad TV show. Why was it so popular? I don't know. And like, it's so predictable. Mm-hmm. Like having never seen it. Yeah. You know what Joey's going to say, you know, the joke that Chandler's going to make, you know, how Phoebe's going to react to something like it's so predictable. It's, it was like a basic white girl version of Seinfeld. Yeah. But not funny. 
I got upset of like a couple of years ago because people kept putting memes up about friends and I didn't get them because I'd never seen it. Like I'd, I'd seen a few episodes here and there and I hated it. Mm-hmm. So I went through and watched the entire series um, just so I could understand the memes that people were posting on the internet. Yeah. And I still hate that show. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. There were very few funny parts in the show. But like literally you pointed this out to me. The only times that it's ever really funny that you like, you think it's funny is only because of the laugh tracks. And if you go and you watch those parts without the laugh tracks, it's not funny. It's not only not funny, it's super creepy. In some of the places, yeah, it's actually kind of That's creepy. one of my favorite things. That's one of the, yeah, one of the only things I do like about it. Like Ross genuinely seems like a serial killer mm-hmm. um, when you take away the laugh track. The only character I really liked in it was, uh, what's the dumb one? Joey. Joey, yeah. He was okay. Like, he was a doofus. I like doofuses, because I'm a doofus. Yeah. I think of all the characters, he's my favorite. It's just awful. But There should be no favorites about this. It was just an awful show. I'm a, God rest his soul, I'm a huge fan. Of, I was a huge fan of Matthew Perry. I still am. Only because... A lot of times you ask somebody what their favorite Chris Farley movie is. They'll say like Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Chris Farley, one of my heroes when I was growing up, I thought he was the, the best thing. Almost one of your heroes? And my favorite movie that he did was Almost Heroes. <laughs> you see what I did there? I did. <laughs> and a lot of people don't even know that movie, Almost Heroes. But it's Chris Farley and Matthew Perry. And they're journeying. They're actually racing Lewis and Clark. So Lewis and Clark are the first people to like map from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean across the United States. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Chris Farley plays the part of like a tracker. And then Matthew Perry is like an Englishman with money who's trying to beat Lewis and Clark to the Pacific Ocean. So it's just about their journey and it's absolutely hilarious. Um like from the very beginning, their entire crew tries to convince them that they just should go down to New Orleans and party. They don't understand the concept of exploring. <laughs> I, it's it's a, a very funny movie. Or at least it was when I was a kid. My favorite scene from it is when he's trying to get the eagle egg. <laughs> See, that's a great scene. <laughs> My favorite scene is when that guy gets mauled by the bear and he comes back and he his ear is like on the ground. And one of the other guys picks up his ear and he's trying to talk to him through his ear. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's talking to Matthew Perry because Matthew Perry is the leader of this, ex- this expedition. Yeah. And he's like, sir, I bet you want to form a hunting party and go find this bear and kill him. And Matthew Perry's like, we could do that. Or we could let the ravages of time slowly <laughs> kill this bear in a way far worse than we ever could. And the guy's like, yes, revenge is sweet. <laughs> It's so good, dude. It's such a good movie. Anyway, Matthew Perry is a good dude. But Friends sucked. It did. So It did, it did indeed. What were we talking about before we went on a rant well, about we friendship? Friends because we were pivoting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Anthology was moldy. Yeah. It's moldy trash. <gasps> Literally going in the trash because it's moldy. Unfortunate. It is unfortunate because it cost me $21 for this tin. I know like... I know you can 
I know you can take it back. Or so like I had you, to get my anger out and bash the tin on the table. You ripped it. I did rip the label off. I know like with uh, smoking pipes or whatever, you can, they'll give you your money back or whatever. Yeah. Do you think if you took it back to pipe puffers, if they'd exchange it? Uh, anyway. It's probably all moldy. It's all from the same batch. Possibly. Okay. So we pivoted and now we are smoking Samuel Gaywith Best Brown Flake. I'm sorry I did that. I have anger issues. It's okay. And this is a bill of lading. It is a bill, bill of, of lading. <laughs> All right. Bill of lading. Beautiful. Beautiful. A firm favorite. Boo, 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 of lading. That's pretty good. Yeah. I tried. It's like one of those like Charlie Sheen jingles from... Two and a half men. Two and a half men, yeah. Yeah. I actually was, when we were in that this awful show, pipe show, the pipe shop the other day. Yeah. The newer one with Ashton Kutcher came on after yeah. Charlie Sheen. I almost said die, but he didn't die, did he? No. No, he just got tiger blood in his veins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he got all hopped up on cocaine and <laughs> and hookers. <laughs> that was a funny show, but just all around just terrible show. Yeah. Like that ab- poor ab- kid, abhorrent human being. Like that kid is like scarred for life. Yeah, he is. He's like a Christian now, and he, I think he lives in like in a monastery or something. I have no idea. Yeah, he, 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 he a lot of a lot of counseling and therapy after doing that show because it was an awful, awful show. Like, well, I mean, and you heard what? Never mind. I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories. <laughs> Anyway, tell us about this tobacco. We keep like veering away from it. A firm favorite for the pipe smoker looking for a medium strength, gentle and slow burning tobacco manufactured using hand stripped flu cured Virginias with no flavors added. Best Brown will reward with a cool, sweet smoke with a delicate. <laughs> I thought that was going to say delicate, but it's delectable. Delectable. So great. My word. bad. It's like a great word. Best Brown will reward with a cool, sweet smoke with a delectable aroma and good side stream. Mild to medium. I love the side stream on this. What the heck is a side I stream? I don't know. Never even heard that word. I mean, except in like in sailing. <laughs> What's it got to do with tobacco? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know anything. I bet Nate King will tell us. I'm sure he will. So yeah, anyway, this is a uh, straight Virginia. Uh, the contents are Virginia. The cut is a flake. There's no flavoring. Pretty, pretty straightforward here. Um, this particular one that we're we're smoking has had some time to dry out a little bit. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I'm wishing that I had done a different preparation method with it. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot keep it lit. Yeah. Well, you didn't do the method I told you to try. What's that? Well, the preparation method that we used was we folded the flake in half, then we folded it in half again, and basically like a bundle of sticks in the in the pipe. Right. Right? Uh-huh. So I told you before you got, we really got started, that what I normally do in this situation is I do a nice charring light, then I light it again and get another charring light until I get a good burn on the top of all of the sticks. So you got all these little sticks poking up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Get those all nice and charred, and then I take my tamper, and I 
not forcefully, but with a firm hand, I smear the tamp around the top and smash all those sticks down until you get a flat level of ash across the top. And then I light that and let that burn for a little bit. And then I make sure that it's burning evenly. I'll take the tamper, move around a little bit more if I need to. And once you get that a good level, like a good flat level of ash, then you slowly light it until you get a nice burn going. You you're gonna your tongue's gonna be in pain. But then it stays lit for a long time. Theoretically. I think I'm just gonna keep doing the whole rub it out method. Which I wish I had done with this. Uh, but I will say that although it is hard to keep lit, it is very tasty. Very tasty. Yeah. Um, the sweetness definitely comes through. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old this tin is. Um, it did dry out because it is in a Ziploc bag, and when it came from in a very thick. Ziploc bag and it's not it's not too dry in my opinion no it's the consistency I, it's the dryness level that I like honestly um, I feel like if I had rubbed this out and made like a nice like ball of fluffy tobacco and then mm-hmm. packed it in that I probably would have got a better light on this and I probably would be enjoying it a lot more but I can't fault the tobacco because I tried a new method which is not very scientific of me um so yeah, I'm uh, I'm eager to try this one again in a different way, and just actually rubbing the flake out. I don't have um, I don't I'm not getting a whole lot of the vegetal. I'm just getting like a delicious sweet bread, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very tasty. Yeah, I, I, personally, I'm I, again, I'm taking breaks to talk and stuff, so it's not staying lit real real well. But uh, I'm getting a nice, sweet, bready flavor. It's not super complex. There's not a whole lot going on. To me, this seems like it'd be a good tobacco that, kind of like how you like the Kodra blends because you don't have to think about them a whole lot. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about this. You wouldn't have to think about it a whole lot. It's just a delicious tobacco if I was out working in the yard or mowing the grass or, you know, doing farm work. <laughs> Tilling, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you do a lot of farm work. No, but if I was going to, oh, okay. this is I'm just I'm I'm just throwing out examples. Mm. Fishing. Mm. Yeah, yes, maybe. This would be a good fishing blend for you. <laughs> yeah. I just sit in the boat. Maybe if you had this, you would fish. I don't think so. Perhaps. Only one way to find out. I'll take you out fishing. You bring this blend, and I bet you get the hankering to fish. Oh, we can try and touch some nice slimy fish and bring some toothpaste. I forgot you told me that's a thing. Somebody told me it's a thing. Some one of our listeners hit us up a long time ago. It was like the key is toothpaste in your tackle box. Wash your hands off with toothpaste. I just don't. I just wash my hands up in the pond water mm-hmm. and then eat your bologna sandwiches and then eat my warm bologna sandwiches out of the tackle box. So I'm smoking this out of a, uh, <laughs> it's a merchant you service. Change the subject really quick. <laughs> it's you a little a, queasy. No, I just, 
I was over it. Um, this is a merchant service Bing. It is. That is exactly what that is. I love this pipe. It's a sandblasted variety. Um, this is the first year we went to Chicago. In my head, I was like, I just want a merchant service pipe. I can vividly remember you buying that pipe. Like, yeah. I can remember where the table was at, everything. Yeah, me too. Remember how giddy you were? You're like, oh my gosh, merchant services is here. Mm-hmm. I've got to get one of their bings. And you went over there and you bought a bing. I did. Yeah. And the only problem I have with this pipe is that you have a softy bit on it. Is that that's the problem I have with that pipe. Pipe cleaners aren't long enough to get all the way to the bowl unless you get the church warden ones. Yeah. So I do have some church warden ones. I don't know where those are. Mm. So this has never been cleaned all the way to the bowl. <laughs> it doesn't bother you that have you have a softy bit on such a nice pipe? Why would that bother me? I have a softy bit on every single pipe I own. No, it's abhorrent. Yeah. I'm so sorry to those of you pipe makers that Nate has one of your pipes. I would just forbid him from buying a pipe from you as long as he's going to put a softy bit on it. Nate King. Kind of, kind of elitist of you to say. Nate King, Jason Patrick, just don't do it. Don't sell him a pipe. He's going to put a softy bit on it. It's going to look awful. It's just, I'm sorry. I feel like some pipe makers would just want people to enjoy their pipes. I don't think they do. In whatever way that they see fit. I don't think, I think that the softy bit's a slap in the face. It's like, your stem is not good enough for me. Mm-hmm. You, I know all this work you put on this in the bite zone and the button is not good enough. I need to put this gigantic gaudy piece of rubber on it mm. because it makes it smoke better than the way you intended it to be smoked. It does not make it smoke better at all. Uh, it makes it smoke better. The way it, it makes it feel better in your mouth. You don't make a sufficient enough stem. I'm sorry. I'm just being a jerk right now. Yeah, it's kind of hurtful. Uh, it's fine. It's what I do. I'm a bully like that. I like to hurt people. (laughs) Oh, man. What are you smoking out of? I am smoking out out of a pipe that I got at Chicago this year, not last year's. Oh, yeah. Well, last year's technically. It's not the year before when you got the merchant service bing. Uh, I got this uh, as an estate pipe. Uh, and Jay Furman was going to buy it, but he walked away to think about it, and I bought it, because I also saw it and loved it. Uh, it is a Leo Bogart. Uh, it's a paneled pipe with a bamboo shank, and it is amazing. Yeah, I love that pipe. It is a great smoker. Um, the stem on it is phenomenal, uh, although it is it is getting rather oxidized, and it's my fault, not not Leo Bogart's fault. This is just a smoking machine. I love how the, because this is an older pipe. I love how the bamboo is aging and like starting to get some cracking going on in the, I'm guessing there's some sort of wax or clear coat on it. Mm. But it just looks like an ancient pipe. It does look like a very old pipe. But it's so, it's so beautiful. The paneling is perfect on it. It's just, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe this shape. It's kind of a, I don't know. Kind of tomato-y. I call it like a paneled apple. 
an apple. That'd be a good way to describe it. It's a paneled apple. Um, good looking pipe. It's kind of short and squat. Got a long. It's good. I love smoking Virginias and Virginia Preaks out of this pipe. Yeah, because it's a longer pipe. It's at least six inches. Mm. I don't know. And it, like, got a slight bend to it. There's a slight bend, but the bite zone is thin enough that I can hang it right inside my like side teeth, mm. and I can just let it rest on my chin. I know it's not the normal way you'd smoke a pipe like this. You usually smoke it like that, like back and be sticking it straight out. But for some reason, this pipe just feels really well hanging right inside my front side teeth. Hmm. I don't know. I like it. I dig it. I smoke this pipe um, pretty frequently, actually. I reach for... Mm, so my bottom row of pipes, I reach for more than anything. Hmm. Um, yeah, I reach for pretty, frequ- pretty frequently. If I'm going to smoke on the way to work, it's one of the pipes I take with me to work. Really? Which is why the stem is oxidized because I was a dummy and I left it in the dashboard one day. I ran into a job mm. and I just set it up in the dashboard. And I was like, I'll only be here for a few minutes. It's not going to bother anything. And then I was in there for like six hours and I came back out and the stem was yellow. So I had to use some micro mesh pads on it and stuff like that. And I got it back to almost black. It's close. Yeah. But it's a great pipe. And it's even greater because I have it and Jay Furman doesn't. Yeah. It's a source of pride for me. It's all about the story. I stole it from Jay. Good. <laughs> That's good. What uh what 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 are we sipping on here, Nate? We are sipping on Ezra Brooks straight rye whiskey. It is a forty nine point five percent alcohol by volume. Which is 99 proof. It is. Mm-hmm. I got this for $12 on clearance at, at Meyer. Really? 12 or 14 bucks, something like that. Maybe 16 I don't remember. Made by Luxro Distillers. It's a straight rye. Ooh, let's see here. Provides a spicy finish and is charcoal filtered for an unmistakable and unforgettable mellow flavored. Charcoal mellowed. A genuine straight rye whiskey made using the finest ingredients available for generations. Ezra Brooks whiskey has been the whiskey for those with a rugged spirit and taste for adventure. This describes you, dude. Rugged and adventurous. Yeah. That does describe me. Yeah. You look the part, at least. That's all it counts. That's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you look like a lumberjack. You ever have somebody say something about you that like objectively seems like a nice thing to say, but in your head, you're like, that is wildly inaccurate. Like me calling you rugged and adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean it. If that's any consolation. It is. But (laughs) when I was in that suite this last Saturday, I was talking, just trying to make small talk with this random person that was there. It wasn't a random person. It was the president of the company's wife, but, um, she called her husband over. I was telling this is so ridiculous. I'm, I have so little going on in my life. Whenever I'm talking to somebody new, I come up with any reason to bring up pipe smoking. <laughs> Whenever you're 
incredibly passionate about something and it's just something that you love you're kind of like a vegan man it doesn't matter if it's part of the conversation or not you just bring it up that's exact or or somebody does crossfit yeah 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 exactly right like i was talking to this this person and she was like are you from this area and i was like no, no, no you know anderson whatever i grew up in Terra, blah blah and i was like are you from this area and she was like no we're actually from uh north carolina originally and i was like oh really what part of north carolina and she was like well i'm from outside of raleigh and i was like you know one of the oldest pipe factories in the United States of America is in North Carolina. And she was like, oh, my my mom or my grandma, actually, my family grew tobacco. My grandma used to like process tobacco by hand. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm like a huge uh, pipe tobacco and a pipe tobacco pipe enthusiast. Like I, I, I'm obsessed with this stuff. And so this led on to some more conversations and she called her husband over and she was like, you got to hear this guy. Listen to this guy talk. He, he's so interesting. And I was like, that is wildly inaccurate. <laughs> you might as well call me rugged and adventurous. <laughs> kind of like whimsical and uninformative. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Do you do that? Do you bring up pipe smoking in every possible situation when you meet somebody new? No. I'm way more interesting than that, so I have more. I have more things to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah, no, not What's really. That like, <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Uh, pipe smoking. Uh, people at work make fun of me because I say podcast a lot, and it usually is talking about our podcast. Uh, um, in fact, in our uh, in our executive meetings, we have to give we have, we have them uh, a certain Wednesday every month, and we have to give um, positive things that have happened both personally and for work. It's kind of how we start the meeting out. And uh, it's gotten to the point where like they just ridicule me now because I've talked so much about the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, that uh, they were like, well, we know your positive is going to be something about the podcast. So what's your work? Mm. What's your work positive? And I'm just like, that's, that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. I mean, don't negate my positive things because you don't find them interesting. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Kind of a one-sided conversation is this. Yeah. No, they're, they just, they just, you know, like to give me some ribbing about it. And I put out plenty of ribbing myself, so I deserve it. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you act in that meeting any way that, like any way similar to how you have acted this evening, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I always act this way. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jason told me the other day when we were sitting after you had left. He was like, yeah. He's like, sometimes I just feel so bad for Nate because you like make fun of him and stuff. And I was like, well, it's like funny because, you know, because he had talked to us at lunch and he was like, I can tell Justin that you're an old, you're the oldest and I can tell that Nate is the baby of the family. And he was, you know, telling us why and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, yeah, and Nate is older than me, but I, in a way I kind of feel like Nate's older brother. Yeah. And I kind of take that role in our relationship and, you know, we've discussed it. I actually apologized to you one time for ribbing. You're like, dude, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like it is no, I, yeah, I have three older brothers. I get, yeah. I've been literally picked on and made fun of my entire life but uh you know that it's kind of that same i've done it to my brothers like i've been the, like the kind of the bully to my little brothers mm -hmm. my entire life um you know hopefully in like a good ribbing fashion um you know like swinging baseball bats at him and stuff like that yeah swirlies that kind of thing um i haven't done any of that to you so obviously i don't like you as much as my brothers but that's fair <laughs> But uh, I explain. He's like, dude, it's a high. Get it. It's a hundred percent. He's like, you know, I just, 
you rip them off a lot. So I guess I'm just going to stop that because it's obviously noticeable. So well, I think we'll just ruin the, the culture of our podcast. And one of the aspects that makes this podcast work is that I'm a bully. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just keep bullying you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else we're going to talk about. If, you, <laughs> if you're not me, this would be the most boring pipe podcast out, in the, out there now. If it's just like all of a sudden it's like, well, I have to be nice to Nate. Now I can't do that. Like, how do we have this podcast if I have to be nice to Nate? <laughs> let's just give up. Well, let's uh, let's bully this this bourbon, or you can be nice to it. I don't care. Do you not like it? It's okay. It's thin, super thin. It's kind of watery. It's not a bourbon though, is it? Well, it's a rye. Sorry. Ninety nine percent of the stuff on my shelf is bourbon, so <laughs> it's it's super thin. It doesn't taste bad. It's just not. I, I prefer a more viscous spirit. It is. It, it is very thin. But one thing I will say about it, I would not have guessed that this was 99 proof. No, it's pretty, it's sneaky smooth. It's very, I mean, you. I get a lot of the, the things from it that I enjoy about rye. I don't get as much of the honey flavor as I normally get with a rye. This one has a lot more spiciness to it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the vegetal kind of um, flavor I get with a rye a lot of times. It is thinner. Yeah, it, it's like slightly more, slightly thicker than water. Yeah, but it is like sneakily smooth. Sneakily. Sneakily. Sneak. I like it. I don't you know think it's a word, I, but I like it. Do you know why I hate Jennifer Garner? Why? I love Jennifer Garner. You do? I do. I don't know any of her movies or anything like that. I just, for some reason, like, that's my girl, man. Mm. I don't know if it's because like those... Capital One commercial she does, and she has like the garden and stuff. It's just like one of my celebrity crushes. Mm, well, ruin it for me. It's fine. It's your turn. I, I've been bullying you, so now's your chance to ruin Jennifer Garner for me. She was on Conan O'Brien one time, and she I'm was sure she was beautiful. She was telling a story, and she was talking about she went into I don't remember what the story is about, but she went to somebody's room, and like uh, the story gets interrupted. They're laughing. Conan made some kind of a joke, whatever. And he was like, he goes, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You snuck into this person's room. And she goes, snuck is not a word, Conan. You went to Harvard. You should know that. <laughs> I sneaked into his room and Conan was just like taken aback. He was like, like snuck is not a word. And she was dead serious. Like she just corrected him on the spot. It was like, you went to Harvard. You should know better. And then she finishes her story or whatever. And then they're all laughing. And then it goes to a commercial and it comes back and he pulls out this giant dictionary and he's like, snuck. Past tense of sneak. <laughs> it's like she was so adamant about pro- like saying that he was wrong about this thing when she was. How do you think snuck is not a word? I don't know. I don't know. But just her her hoity toitiness in that situation. Snook is a fish. I've heard people say snook. Like the past tense of of sneak. No snuck. I've like, heard people say snook though. Like, but have you ever heard anyone say, like, I snuck into the, their room? Yeah. Right. Because snuck is a word. Right. I use that word. But I've heard people say, like, snook. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? I'm just saying another people, that's another common thing I've heard people say. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say snook, unless maybe they're English. Like, I snook in there? You never heard anybody say that? No. Oh, okay. Cheese toasty, grilled cheese, whatever. But snook is a word. It's just not a past tense of sneak. 
But Snuck is, and she was Snuck wrong. Is, yeah, Snuck is, yeah. And she very rudely tried to tell him that he was wrong and belittle him on his own show. Well. And she was absolutely incorrect. And if you watch it, it's so cringy. Is it? She's, I'll, I'll send you the video. She's, I just can't You're gonna ruin Jennifer stand Garner for me? that woman. You can't, is it that, because of that you can't stand her? Yeah. Like, that's the reason you can't stand her. Well, that and her terrible acting. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You ever watch Electra? I haven't, no. I honestly, like, Literally, I don't think I've ever watched anything with her in it other than the commercials. I've always known who she is. I've, I, for some reason, I've always just like, I love that woman. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all, we all have celebrity crushes. Yeah. Jennifer Garner just happens to be one of mine. How many celebrity crushes do you think you have? Mm. 10, five? It changes from time to time. That's the thing. Yeah. Bernadette from, uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> She's so mousy. But she's smoking hot, dude. Yeah, it's a Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. That's the right That's the right one. Kaylee Cuoco? Smoke show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Dude, I, I don't know. I was girl crazy for the longest time, so, you know, I don't know. Just, my wife's always, my wife's always been a Shamar Moore kind of girl. The black dude off of uh, Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he would call the the chick that was always back at the office doing the computer work would always yeah. call her baby girl. Yeah. And she would like get the shivers whenever he would say baby girl. It was kind of weird. I do too. <laughs> you get the shivers yeah. too. He, he's got such a sweet, sultry voice. I'm a huge Criminal Minds fan. <laughs> oh, man. He's in that show SWAT now, isn't he? I don't know. I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of television, honestly. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of celebrity crushes. This is a weird... Uh, write to us, pipes, pours, and pals at gmail.com. Send us a letter if you want, a picture of your celebrity that you that you absolutely love. Mm. Uh, that's at P.O. Box 432, Daleville, Indiana, 47334. Or, you know, you can hit us on Instagram, be like, hey, I really had a celebrity crush on this person. I'm interested to know what other people's celebrity crushes are. Well, you didn't ask me at all. What is your celebrity crush? So. <laughs> Isla Fisher. I have no idea who that is. You ever watch uh, Wedding Crashers? Is she the crazy one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The redhead? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then probably one of my longest running celebrity crushes, Natalie Portman. That's fair. She's, you know, the queen. Yeah. But then she was also in V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Looks good with a shaved head. <laughs> I like that quality in a, in a, in a lady. <laughs> Looks good with a shaved head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, probably my, my, my major current one um, is Anne Hathaway. Mm. Love me some Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her and Devil Wears Prada. Great movie, by the way. Devil Wears Prada is a fantastic, it's fantastic a, movie. Great movie. Actually, oh, what's her name? John Krasinski's wife. She plays Mary Poppins. I don't know. She's the other girl in that movie. That's the. She's the one that's like, I'm one stomach flew away from my goal weight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's a British chick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So reach out to us. Let us know. This just has nothing to do with the podcast. I don't know why we're talking about this. I don't what know. What even brought this up? I don't know. You dogged on Jennifer Garner. But why? I don't remember why you dogged on Jennifer Garner. I mean, I hate her so We got to bring this full circle somehow. How do we bring this full circle, man? We were talking about whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I know why. Why? Because I said it's sneakily. Sneakily, yes. It's, it's, it's sneakily smooth. Yes. Look at you, dude. Bringing it full circle. I'm proud of you, man. Nate King's going to be upset by how many times you just said full circle. Full circle. Yeah. I mean, we got we brought a full circle. Does he not like full circle? On <laughs> In our Instagram messages, he was like, okay, that's enough with saying full circle. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with full circle? We brought a full circle. We, we, I think it's important to bring a full circle. You don't want to leave a half circle. I use a whole myriad of full circles. You don't want to leave an open circle. Take a drink to that, Nate King. Ah, yeah, myriad. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Here. We can actually cheers, unlike other people. Mm-hmm. Just threw back this watery Ezra Brooks. Honestly, I think it's decent for it's okay. $12. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not normally that price. It's normally like 30 For 30 I'm going to say no, but because, I mean, you can get Sazerac for 30 at Meyer. Fair. If you can find it now. But uh, I went the other day and I didn't see it anywhere. Did you look in the middle? In the, like, the center? I aisle? walked. They had a massive clearance sale. Did you ask anyone? No, why would I ask? Somebody? I had to find a guy last time. I couldn't find it anywhere, and I was like, "Hey, where's your Sazerac?" And he's like, "Oh, you have to go in the middle aisle and go all the way down. It's it's like in the it's like a center aisle display." I sent you a picture of it. I don't remember. It. I don't know. Oh, anyway, I got enough of it right now. It's fine. You do. If they're gonna carry it now, then I can just get it there anytime I want now. I hope they carry it all the time. It's good. Like I would rather have Sazerac ride than this all day. I would rather have. The Elijah Craig ride in this. Uh, yeah, all day. Uh, what was the other ride we had recently? We had another ride recently. I can't remember what it was, but I would rather have that too. Um, it's it's not bad. If you can find it for twelve dollars, buy every bottle of it. Like that's a that's dirt cheap. But yeah, um, at thirty dollars, I don't know. I'm I'm reason, reaching for other things. Yeah, I agree. It's not bad, but you know. I would if someone had this and they they were like, "Hey, this is what I have to drink." I'm not like, "No, thanks." I'd drink a glass of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's worth a taste if if, yeah. if somebody offers it to you. It isn't awful. It's not like uh, what was it that we had that was just absolutely abhorrent. We've been pretty lucky. I feel like we haven't had a whole lot of things that were just like, oh, that Long Branch Wild Turkey Long Branch was the one neither one of us really liked. Yeah, we. I would definitely take this over Long Branch. Sorry. Was it Riley? I think it was Riley. One of our listeners reached out to us and they were like, I love Long Branch. And it was like, they gave a really good reason and I can't remember it had why. To do with their family ties. Yeah, like, so we're such good friends that we remember all of this. <laughs> like their grandpa loved it or something. Yeah, I don't remember. It obviously was a lie because we don't remember it. Yeah. I'm sure they'll reach out and tell us now when they listen to this. If they still listen. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of our more communicative listeners. That's a fun word. Communicative? Yeah. I use big words like Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. Yeah. And hypotenuse. <laughs> Those are both large words you've used recently. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I just have a large word of the day app on my phone that just gives me large words so that I can impress you. And it's weird that it was Pythagorean theorem that day. <laughs> and it just happened to be exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> 
Definitely not Bruno's Law. <laughs> you know what's funny is I got Thursday. I was listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and then I went and looked on the Instagram post of Mark D, our buddy from uh, upstate New York, mm-hmm. left a post about um, how he was. I think he said he was crunching numbers at work. He mentioned the Pyth- Pyth- Pythagorean theorem, I think. Anyway. He said, just sitting here at work crunching some numbers with Bruno's Law. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so after I read that at work, I probably spent an hour <laughs> combing every resource I could find on the internet. Trying to find looking, Bruno's Law. Looking for anything that referenced... Anything remotely close to Bruno's law. What did you find? There's a Bard's law that I learned about when I was in college. But the one I think I was thinking of was... I'm not even going to try because I can't remember. It was a... Uh, um, Sneaked right through there. <laughs> it was a law for... Uh, sneaked is actually a word, but so is snuck. Oh, okay. Um just to say that some that tells somebody to their face that snuck is not a word and that they should know better because they went to Harvard <laughs> when it is a word. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. Leave Jennifer Garner alone, okay? She's beautiful. Her soul's not beautiful. Her her personality isn't beautiful. That's fair. Anyway. She's not as beautiful as Jennifer oh, Lawrence oh. either. No. Not even close. No. You ever watch uh, Silver Linings Playbook? No. You should definitely watch that movie. <laughs> okay. It's Robert De Niro. Uh-huh. Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. Chris Tucker. Okay. It's phenomenal. It is genuinely... I had a buddy. I used to have this roommate that was super crazy, but he was <laughs> really into movies. so many of these. He was really into movies, and he he watched Silver Linings Playbook. He came home. He 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 saw the movie. He immediately went and bought the movie, and then came back to our house and was like, "You have to watch this movie." We watched the movie together. Then I left from our house and went and purchased the movie myself. And then I for like a month, I would take it with me everywhere. And when I went to somebody else's house, I'm like, "Have you seen this movie? We're gonna watch it." It's that good. Like I I tried to make everyone watch it. It is such a good movie. It's really spectacular. Okay. I take your word for it. What were we talking about? I don't know, dude. You keep throwing me off with these little things, these little rabbit trails you keep. <laughs> for once, I'm the one doing it. Tantalizing me with it. <laughs> um, Bring it full circle for Nate King. <laughs> Last thing I remember talking about is sitting at work trying to figure out a, a theorem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Bruno's Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did find a few laws, but full circle, baby. There's nothing close to Bruno's law that exists. No, nothing close. There are a lot of law firms yeah. that are Bruno's law firms. Yeah, I mean, but as far I mean, as Bruno the, sounds like a shyster of a guy, so they're probably all defense attorneys. Oh yeah, or like, hey, you've been hurt in an accident. Yeah, like take call the hammer. Money. Yeah, call the hammer. <laughs> Daryl Isaacs. That guy's commercials are insane. <laughs> I can't even imagine how much money that man spends. He had a Super Bowl commercial last year during the Super Bowl. 
That, I mean, obviously it was a local, you know what I mean? Whenever they had the local segments. Yeah. It was uh, like, a, a, it had to cost a, a lot of money. Well, he makes a lot of money. He takes half of people's money when they get their settlement from the insurance company. It's kind of ridiculous. Like yeah. I got into a, a really bad car wreck when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this before. I had 183 stitches in my head. Um, but the lawyer, if I settled outside of court, no, no mediation or anything, he got a quarter of whatever I got from the insurance or from the, the people. If we went to mediation, he got a third. If we went to court, he got a half. And I was like, that is insane. Yep. So, yeah, it made me want to be a lawyer, to be honest. They're the worst, dude. Ambulance chasing lawyers are awful. Right, but I didn't want to be an ambulance chasing lawyer. There's been so many times in my life when I felt like family members could use a lawyer. Like my mom and dad got sued by their neighbors not that long ago because they said my mom and dad put a fence up on their property. But they had a signed like basically permission from these same people that said like they had, they had a surveyor come in and survey the land and the area that they were putting the fence on used to technically be a road, but there's no road there anymore. It's just their yard, but it butts up next to these other people's yard. And so the surveyor was like, well, your yard ends here, but if you want to put a fence on this road, you have to have your neighbor sign saying this isn't a road anymore and they can put a fence there. So they got all their neighbors to sign this paper. Well, then like this lady's son moved in and was like, they shouldn't have a fence on that. That's, that's our property. And they're like, so then they tried to sue my mom and dad. And I was like, well, I just wish somebody in our family was a lawyer to kind of help them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like if I was a, like, that's, that's why I wanted to be a lawyer. I always thought I'd be able to help out people. Mm. But how noble of you. When Most I was a, lawyers just want money. When I was a kid, my mom told me I couldn't be a lawyer. Because she said, lawyers have to lie. And if you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to have to lie and you're going to go to hell. And I was like, okay. Then I watched Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. He didn't lie and he still won his case. So. It was me. (laughs) Whenever she tells her wait at the courtroom, he goes, in your bra. (laughs) There's so many. I... It's one of my least favorite Jim Carrey movies. It was awful. There are so many lines in the movie, though, like when he's trying to say the pen is blue, but it's like a red pen. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Sit down, Mr. Reed. One more word out of you and I'll hold you in contempt. There's. Okay. This is the main problem I had with that movie. It's called Liar Liar. And because of his brat little son's wish, he's not allowed to tell a lie. But just because you're not allowed to tell a lie doesn't mean you have to tell the truth in every single situation, right? Or am I missing something? Because I feel like there are several times you could have just not said anything and you're not a liar. Or are they trying to claim that you're a liar by omission? I don't know. Like, I just, that's what bothered me most about the fifth. It's a constitutional right to plead the fifth. That's what always bothered me. Like in the elevator? Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't say, like, no one asked him if he did it. He just turned around and made a confession. I'm like, you're not lying by not saying that you passed gas in the elevator. Yeah, you just walk out. Yeah. I don't know. There was... You'd be lying if you said, it wasn't me. Right. Exactly. Or if you're trying to say the pin is red when the pin is blue. Like, that's a lie. But 
there are so many times in the movie and there's supposed to be these funny parts where he tells the truth, but no one asked him. Like no one's accusing you or asking you anything. You just, just don't talk. Anyway, that's why I liked Yes Man better. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Thank you. I think about this so much. I Probably once a week, I just go in my head. I'm like, liar, liar just makes me so mad. Anyway. It makes me angry too. What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? If you had to pick one. I know it's hard to pick. Mm. We've talked about this before. We don't talk about this again. My favorite Jim Carrey movie is probably Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. The second one. I didn't like Pet Detective. Why? I just didn't like it. Did I have a reason? I mean, I just assumed if you liked the second one, there would be something about the first one you didn't like. When Nature Calls is when he's in Africa, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My favorite by far. He actually... Chicago! He won the MTV's Best Kiss that year because of that movie. When him and that girl just barely touched tongues. <laughs> I love the scene where he's coming out of the rhinoceros. <laughs> That's one of the best scenes <laughs> in all of cinema. Like, <laughs> the faces he makes when he's coming to that little hole. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the, the safari stops and they're like watching. <laughs> and the like lady like, like grasps her child and they like, they like ride off. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. That, that is a great choice. That's a good movie. Pet Detective is okay. I uh, the other, my favorite part, probably my favorite part of when nature calls is when you see him and he's like bouncing, <laughs> like he's going through a rugged road. Yeah, and then the, then they pan out and then everybody in the vehicle is just sitting still and it's just him bouncing. Mm -hmm. I love that part. I do it pretty frequently with the kids. We're just driving down the interstate and I'm just flopping around. I could see that. Yeah, I could see why that's your favorite. I'm a goofy dad. Yeah. I liked it as a kid too. I would do it in the backseat of the car while we were going someplace. Mm. And my dad would yell at me and say he's going to, that I'm going to be the cause of us getting pulled over or something like some BS reasoning. The scene in the, the first one, pet detective where he punches that bald guy in the face and then throws him up over his shoulder. Cause his, the, the guy's lady is wearing like Fox fur. And so he starts, puts him on his shoulder and he's like, da, da, yeah. Da, da. <laughs> and he goes, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> Is that from Pet Detective? Yeah. You must be the Monopoly man. Yeah. yeah. That's from Pet Detective. Yeah. I, I like that part too. Pet Detective is okay. I just, it's not my favorite. I liked, I liked When Nature Calls. Dumb and Dumber was good. Dumb and Dumber was really good. Yeah. My favorite? Cable Guy, by far. I love Cable Guy was creepy. Guy. That's why I loved it. It was so. You are a creepy fellow. And the cast in that movie, you had Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Jack Black, Matthew Broderick, Jim Carrey. There were just so many people in that movie. It was true, and it it's hilarious. So you know how I said that when I was driving down the we were driving down the road as a kid, and my dad. Um, would tell me to stop doing that goofing off thing because it would get us pulled over. Mm -hmm. It made me think like there are many things that my parents told me as a child while we were driving that to stop doing that or was going to get us in trouble with the law. Did you have the same, same experience? My mom and dad wouldn't let us buy IBC root beer 
because they they said we would get pulled over if we were drinking it in the car. Yeah. Yeah. But mine was we couldn't have the lights on in the car. We definitely couldn't do that. They said they definitely told us that we'd get pulled yeah, over for that. It was you illegal. You can't have your light on to read back there. You're going to get pulled over. It's illegal. Is it illegal? Or are you just trusting your parents in that that's illegal? Because I'm pretty sure that every parent has told their child that they can't have the light on because it's against the law. But I don't know that it's against the law. Why would it be against the law? I was told by my parents that it can be a distraction to other drivers and cause them to wreck their cars. That sounds made up, bro. You know, it does kind of sound made up. Yeah, it sounds really made up. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I use it against my kids, too. My kids will let Turn that light off back there. I don't want to get pulled over. I use it against myself. Like, sometimes I turn a light on if I'm driving down the road, I'm trying to find something. If I see another car, I shut the light off as quick as I can. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get pulled over. Maybe you can. I don't know. It just seems like a lie. Do we have any police that listen to this? <laughs> if you're a cop, please reach out. <laughs> Let us know if this is illegal. It just feels so dirty because my parents told me that it was illegal. <laughs> it's funny. We've probably been perpetuating this lie for like four generations. Right. <laughs> Maybe it was illegal when they had candles in there. Like, <laughs> you can't go down the road with a candle lit. So then it just once the electricity came in, they're like, oh, you can't have lights on. Yeah. Turn that gas lamp off back there. We'll exactly. get pulled over. Right. Yeah. By the sheriff on his horse. His trusty steed. <laughs> we told you it's against the law to have oil lamps lit in the carriage while we're driving. <laughs> if it's just an open flame torch on a stick, that's fine. But if it's a kerosene lamp, no. Oh, this has gone off too far. We're way over time. Uh, let's wrap up by talking about what we're going to smoke next week and what we're going to drink next week. Would you like to tell us, Indiana Nate? I would. What are we smoking? <clears throat> Excuse me. Next week, we are going to be smoking Ashton Rainy Day. Ashton Rainy Day. It is an aromatic tobacco. And then um, we will be drinking... Jefferson's very small batch. Mm. Just plain old Jefferson's. Mm, mm, mm. It's one of the bottles I've left on my shelf that we haven't opened yet. So that's uh, what we're going with. Now, are all the Jefferson's aged on boats or just? No, that's just Jefferson's Ocean. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this little small batch never touched the water. This is their basic stuff. This is like the basic Jefferson's that you can get. Their very small batch is yeah, the basic. It's, it's, we'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right. Just I'm marketing. already kind of annoyed. It's marketing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. These people. Uh, that's it, guys. You can reach out to us, pipesportsandpals at gmail.com. You can reach uh, us through snail mail if you would like at P.O. Box 432, Daleville, Indiana. You can uh, reach us on Instagram, which is the best way to reach us. That is at pipesportsandpals. You can reach Nate at Indiana Nate. You can reach myself, Justin, at the Coffee Pot Codger. If you would like to support us and our mission of having a virtual smoking lounge for those that do not have a real smoking lounge near them, you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash pipes, pours, pals. Got anything else, buddy? No, I think that'll do it, bud. All right. Goodbye, everybody.